This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music. We're here today with my really good friend, Tom Westrick. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I am good, man. I am, um, you know, stunned to have someone on of your stature. I'm just I'm only like 5'10", dude. It's not, <laughs> it's not a big thing. Well, you know, uh, sometimes we have on people that we kind of know or that we've just heard play. And today we have someone on that I really know well, and the, it's a, an interesting, uh, different uh, interview yeah. style that I have to, to go into. Yeah, you kind of, you saw me when I first started here in Indianapolis, and you were one of the first ones that reached out and said, there's something there. You need to work on these areas, but there's something there. And Well, I, I think that's the, the coolest thing about, um, uh, you know, the open mic scene. Absolutely. anywhere whether it be Indianapolis or you're in another place is seeing people grow as musicians as they start that yeah you know and I feel like you know you're still in the middle of that growth and you're just gonna get better but nice. it just takes you know it's that dedication and effort that um, yeah. that does it so what, what um, you know I mean uh, for, for everybody else to understand uh, let's let's start off at the beginning like we do with everyone else where, where did you grow up and where are you from so I was born in a log cabin in 1993 no. Uh, an actual uh, log cabin? No. Or no? No. Uh, I was born in Fort Wayne in 1993. In a subdivision? Uh, <laughs> or a, ho a hospital, probably, most likely. I think so. <laughs> uh, born in Fort Wayne. Uh, my father was a teacher and is still uh, now up, up to a school superintendent. And when I was two, we moved away from Fort Wayne to a town that escapes my name at this point. Um, but we just moved around in the state as my dad got different teaching jobs and I my first memories were in Candleton Indiana right kind of along the Ohio River in our house there when I was like maybe four or five uh, when I was five we moved just 20 minutes away to Richland Indiana mm -hmm. another small town kind of in southern Indiana we would go we would it was actually close enough to Owensboro Kentucky that we would go to Orangeboro for groceries and stuff because it was the closest big city, or decently big city. Well, Tell City's not that far from there either. No, but. no, no, no. And I, we spent plenty of time there as well. <laughs> then when I was seven, we moved up to the northwest corner of the state to a town called Morocco, Indiana, up in Newton County. And then we were there for a few years, and then we moved, when I was 10, just 13 minutes south to Kentland, Indiana also in Newton County, the county seat. And that's where we stayed. Um, that's where my parents still live to this day. That's where some of my best friends in the world still live. And I was just there last week for a friend's graduation and it's it's kind of haunting to go back and it's like, you know. See you how things have changed? Well, they haven't really changed, but you, you, <laughs> they haven't. Uh, the park's still there. They did redo like the, the pool center, 
but like you drive down the street and it's like oh shit I remember when I was 10 I was like climbing around these monkey bars in the park and all that right or I remember oh I was on this street corner when I met this person whatever so I was there until I was 18 graduated high school and I joined the Air Force and the Air Force put me in San Antonio for all six of my years minus five months that I was overseas in Afghanistan so my first actual open mic experience was in San Antonio. So what did you do in the Air Force? Predominantly, I was an administrative assistant. I kept track of my boss's calendar, kept track of just different tasks and projects going on in my unit just to keep things running. Uh, I worked on making sure people like got their medals uh, for their tours or whatever, making sure everything was like grammatically straight in there metal citation because that's like a public record um, and then when I went over to Afghanistan I got put with an army unit and the army said we don't care what you did in the states we need someone to do computers so you're gonna do computers <laughs> half a world away at that point so I couldn't really say no and that was I learned how to take a computer all the way apart and diagnose parts and put everything back together and how to troubleshoot both hardware and software and, and stay out of, out of uh, getting yourself killed in the war. Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah. positive. Always. Right? Um, <laughs> I mean, there were a few times where I was literally in the middle of fixing a computer and a bomb went off across the city. And I'm like, put the computer parts down, do, <laughs> we're gonna do, do, account do accountability, get on the radio, make sure everyone's alive, right. make sure all this stuff. And then once my part's done, just go back to fixing the computer. And just kind of like a light switch between those two things. That's a hard reality. Thanks for your service. No problem. Um, so you were stationed down in San Antonio when you got back, and yeah. you started playing open mics. Yeah. Did, were, had you had guitar lessons before that or anything? or? So I started playing guitar my senior year of high school. Uh, it was just offered as a class in my high school. And love my high school guitar teacher to death, but... It was really just the basics of, here's a G chord, here's a C chord, here's a D chord, this is what a capo does, here's some songs you can play with those three chords, which is, which can get you far, but now in 2019 I'm looking to actually get into guitar lessons to learn some more. I do know more chords, I learned an A and an E and <laughs> an F. Well, That's where I'm at. <laughs> you're, 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 you're on the road. Yeah. So what made you start writing songs? I mean, um, I, I feel like uh, just knowing you that your passion is more for writing the songs than necessarily um, the, like learning the instrument as much as just getting your That's creativity fair. out through the songwriting. That's fair, yeah. And um, again, I started, in, uh, started songwriting in my senior year. Just, I don't know, I had some thoughts and ideas pop into my head, just write it down on my phone or on my computer and go back and like try to come up with something for it. And that's kind of still how my songwriting is. Like I wrote one about six months ago that literally just came to me in the Kroger parking lot. I parked my car, there was some idea that came in my head and I it just all came out. So if you're stuck on your songwriting, I recommend the Kroger at 116th and Allisonville and Fishers. <laughs> is that the that's the that's the mecca for creativity that is. and songwriting? Yeah. The Kroger parking lot at 116th and Allisonville in Fishers, Indiana. Correct. Especially I, now that they got their Dunkin' Donuts there. 
<laughs> so you can have a snack while yeah. writing the song and yeah. maybe even like you know a coffee or an iced tea absolutely right? yeah they have all the things there it's a nice shout out for both Kroger and, and Dunkin, Dunkin Donuts, Donuts. If any either one of them want to send us money to keep the show going yeah uh, then you know Joe at moonshinemusic.com thank you yeah uh, <laughs> but I had I had a lull there from basically the entire time I was in the Air Force just focused on other things where I uh, well I mean obviously for me yeah, but so I stopped writing songs kind of the end of my senior year of high school and then didn't really pick it up until six months of living in Indianapolis and being around the Indianapolis music scene. So um, what, what you know, the question I would like to ask you about, like, because I've seen how hard you work on music. Thanks. And that, you know, in some areas, like, uh, you know, your natural talent definitely lies in your lyrics. Thank you. Um, but I see how hard you work on performing your music, and uh, what what drives you with that? What's a, what's what is it inside you that goes, "Hey, it's, I'm gonna do this." You it's know, is, really just at its core point, music and songwriting is kind of just therapy for me. I have this thing that's stirring around in my head and that's troubling me, and I'm gonna get it on a lyric page, and I'm gonna do it on stage, and kind of separate it from me. And you know, maybe it'll resonate with other people, maybe it won't, whatever. Um, but, I mean, I've told you, but I did voice lessons for the first time this year. That helped a lot, both. Did it help voice. your songwriting as well as your performing? A little bit. Uh, shout out to Lara Chapman, best uh, voice coach in Indianapolis and a fantastic musician in her own right. But she also like explained okay, this is some actual music theory because I never really took the time to do music theory. And this is, this is why these chord structures actually sound good together and why this, why you might be able to sub this chord for this chord if your hand just can't Doesn't make do it. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Who were your influences when you were um, younger? What did you listen to? What does Tom so Westrick music sound like in this car on this playlist? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, a lot of Indianapolis musicians, which we can talk about my new set list in a minute. <laughs> um, but no, going back to high school, the th when I first started getting into songwriting, a great friend of mine, dude, that helped kind of fill the gaps with my guitar lessons or my guitar class, Rob Slavens, um, let me borrow um, American Four, The Man Comes Around by Johnny Cash, uh, The Unearthed. Uh, a box set by Johnny Cash of all those like outtakes, which was a lot of like really stripped down acoustic stuff and a lot of just the voice and the stories and that's kind of it. So that's that's where I got my start and that's kind of where I still play. I, the so, story takes precedence before the guitar playing and anything else for me. All right, well, this is the point in the show oh, where we bring in our moonshine psychic. He's also known as the moonshine guru and the world's greatest trivia player. Yeah. But for this particular episode, he is going to be the moonshine psychic. Oh, Jesus. And he has with him, back from the repair shop, completely and utterly together, for the first time here on Moonshine of Music, the moonshine crystal ball. Oh, my God. Okay. Woo, Woo and it is fancy. It has like kind of a purple aura going on it today. And um, more colors that you can't see because you're not gifted like me. Well, I mean, he is the world's greatest pseudo psychologist. 
So, um, as well as uh, a pseudo psychic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he is going to tell your future. Oh, okay. By digging into the crystal ball. Okay. Are you ready? Always. Uh, all right. All right. I'm seeing boxes. I oh wait, that's this one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> See, boxes for you too. Look, uh, you're moving. I mentioned that to you before the show, yeah. <laughs> well, I knew it before, we just, you know. Oh, and, uh, oh it looks like, uh, like you're getting a mate. Oh, wait, are you going to the zoo? No. Uh, you're not a primate. Um, oh, a roommate. <laughs> mentioned that to you before the show, yeah. <laughs> well, again, I mean, two for we're two. recording then. Yeah. Um, all right, I got to see someone uh, popping up. You know anybody whose name sorts of Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P? <laughs> Quite a few, yeah. yeah. If you list all 26 letters, I'm sure I'll find someone that's name starts with that letter. Yeah. There's a J, there's a B, there's another B somewhere, mm-hmm. wherever the other Brent went. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not in there, because he's right over there. Um, you have any questions? Where do babies come from? Where do babies come from? Uh, it's telling me you're not old enough for that conversation. Yet. <laughs> I can't go against the nature too much. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Any questions for you, Joe? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm still laughing at the last thing. Okay. Um, my question is: <laughs> Will Tom become a stadium rock star after this performance? Yes. They're coming out with a new video game soon. <laughs> and the clouds are coming. I think uh, it needs to warm up to more action. This is first time back. So the crystal ball needs a rest. <laughs> is that what it's saying? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Mr. Yes. Moonshine Psychic. Thank you. Hope I was helpful. Pseudo thank you. <laughs> psychic and comedian, Brentley Smith, everybody. Thank you. Okay. Well, at least you didn't have to play trivia against him. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Um, so uh, you said you're going to play the song "Nothing." What's yeah. the other song you're going to play for us today? Uh, one I wrote in early February of this year, titled "Numbers Game," and this one was inspired by a bad date I had last year that I was venting to some friends about, and they said, "Well, you know." Love's just a numbers game. I'm like, that's kind of dumb. So the like the idea of I want to play the numbers game kind of thing was stuck in my head for a few months, and then so like you know, uh, it sounds like your dating life is uh, not going particularly well for you, according to these songs. Hmm? Is this a are you what what do you use? Is there an app? Is it a no. just people you meet? How how does this you know people I meet? Because you're, you're you're single right now, right? Yep. All right. Well, when's this episode airing? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But as of the as of the shooting date, Tom is available, ladies. Jesus I mean, Christ, Joe. We we could do the dating game here. Maybe we we need the moonshine uh, dating guru to come in. Yeah. No, next time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I got the idea of. I don't do Tinder. I don't do Match. Any of those because I just don't want. I don't want things to be, yeah. Yeah. And I don't want it to be a kind of fly by night. Oh, we're going to meet for two hours and that's it. Like, 
I want to actually know someone before I get with them. So that's where the numbers game idea came from. And shout out to Paul Burris. Um, hosts a great open mic in Garfield Park at the Garfield Brewery every month. And that song came out in its entirety at the Garfield Brewery open mic for February or maybe late January. Huh, okay. Somewhere in there. I didn't know that. So that's interesting. I mean, I've heard the song before. Thanks. But um, all right. Well, you ready to get up there and give it a shot? Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll be back on Moonshine of Music with Mr. Tom Westrick. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Joe. This song's called Numbers Game. It'll be the first song off my full album. The album's gonna be called Fade to Nothing, and it'll be it'll be out next year. Stay.
Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Our producer is Joe Shelton. Our cameraman, Grip, and stunt double is Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other stuff, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for more episodes of Moonshine and Music.